Hey, what's up, listeners? My name's Tyler, and you're listening to Horror's Home Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about All Hallows' Eve from 2013. All Hallows' Eve is an American horror anthology film edited, written, and directed by Damien Leone. It's his feature film directorial debut. The film is presented as a series of shorts. There's two children and their babysitter. They discover an unmarked videotape on Halloween night that was in their candy, all of which feature the homicidal clown, Art the Clown. The character of Art got his spinoff film with Terrifier in 2016 and Terrifier 2, which just came out in 2022. Art was played by Mike Gianelli in all the segments of this movie, though. He didn't return to play Art in the Terrifier films because he retired before filming started. Um, Katie McGuire plays Sarah, the babysitter. She also returned to play a character in Terrifier from 2016. I already loved the two Terrifier films and Art the Clown, so it sounded like a fun idea to go back and watch the roots of his character. There were several incidents in this film that would be later used in the first Terrifier film, making for some fun, like, oh hey moments. I'm going to take a quick musical break, then get into the plot for the anthology of All Hallows' Eve. After a night of trick-or-treating on Halloween, babysitter Sarah is surprised to see that children Tia and Timmy received an unmarked VHS tape in one of their bags. The children convince Sarah to allow them to watch the tape, which contains three stories. Um, we get the typical babysitter on Halloween night set up. They're watching Night of the Living Dead on the TV, which is always like a cool thing in horror movies, which that has to do with like, there's no copyright for that movie. So that's why it's like so common that it's used in horror movies. I just think that's always fun. Whenever it comes to the babysitter Sarah allowing these two kids to watch a random tape that was given to them on Halloween night in one of their like candy bags such a ridiculous like thought that any babysitter would even allow that but whatever it's a good setup for it the first segment features a young woman named Casey who is drugged and kidnapped by Art the Clown while waiting for a train she awakens to find herself chained in a room with two other women Kristen and Sarah when Sarah's dragged away by her chain Casey and Kristen decide to follow where the chains lead Upon reaching the end of the chains, Casey attempts to break the chains with a large rock, but is interrupted by a deformed humanoid, which dismembers Kristen with a cleaver. The humanoid unwittingly frees Casey by severing her chains with the cleaver, but um, she soon is tied down and surrounded by hooded figures. After watching the figures remove a fetus from the womb of a restrained pregnant woman, Casey is uh, taken advantage of by Satan. After the segment ends, Sarah sends Tia and Timmy to bed and decide to continue watching the VHS tape by herself, which I like that she let them watch that entire segment before sending them to bed. And then even after that, she's like, I'm just going to keep watching this and see where it goes. With the first segment, we got to see some like low budget practical effects and makeup right away. The story itself is like mysterious. So you're not really sure where it's going to go. And with it introducing art so early on, it's definitely a good way to catch the audience's attention. Um, the Satan character looks cool and creepy. And one of the like hooded figures kind of resembles a character in the Terrifier film from the like beginning of it. 
The blood and gore is something like fans of practical effects will enjoy. Also like the in-between segments, we're already seeing like small things that are gonna be happening to Sarah and the kids for the roundabout story. So with the second segment, features Caroline, who's a woman who just moved into a new countryside home. A bright object crashes near the house at night and a power outage occurs. So first thoughts automatically an alien or something just by that setting alone. Caroline finds that her phone and car are malfunctioning and suspects that someone other than herself is in the house. She suddenly receives a call from her husband, John, a painter. The connection soon breaks. Also, he was no help during that entire phone call. She discovers that she's being stalked by an alien and after managing to disorient it, she hides in a small room under a staircase. There, her phone rings again, alerting the alien to her location. As the alien drags her off, she pulls a sheet off of one of John's paintings, revealing an image of Art the Clown. So with this one, like I said, the alien premise was already pretty obvious from the get-go. Um, the story went more of a like a suspenseful route as she was being uh, chased by the alien and also trying to hide from it. The sound effects in the short were like classic wonky, like sci-fi noises and it worked well. The alien didn't look that menacing. Its costume involved like a semi-typical alien mask with like the big black eyes. Like anytime you think of like an alien or even like the alien emoji, it was kind of like that. Maybe a little more, uh, what's the word, like chiseled in the face. But other than that, that's just what it made me think of. The alien itself also moved in this kind of like funny dance where it was like kind of moving its arms, waving them, almost as if it were like loosely floating, but still like walking on the ground. There were also sound effects that matched this. Not a whole lot happened, but the story itself like kept my attention. And luckily it wasn't that long either. The third and final segment features a costume designer driving down an isolated road. Stopping at a gas station, she finds that the attendant fiercely is kicking out Art the Clown, who had apparently smeared feces on the gas station's bathroom walls. The attendant fills her tank, and he hears a noise from inside the gas station while giving the costume designer directions. He goes inside to investigate, and when he doesn't come back, the costume designer enters the building and sees that Art the Clown is chopping him up and using a hacksaw. So she flees, and there's a chase. Art eventually appears behind her seat in her car, attempts to suffocate her. She slams on the brakes and escapes, barricading herself inside a large shed. Art digs his way into the shed and slashes her with a makeshift whip composed of sharp instruments. She stabs Art in the eye with a scalpel and in the back with a knife. She escapes again and is picked up on the road by a man who tries to drive her to a nearby police station. Art follows them in a car and actually shoots the man in the head with a handgun, causing their car to crash into a tree. After some time, the costume designer regains consciousness on like a crude operating table and finds that Art has amputated her limbs and breasts and carved like misogynistic obscenities into her body. Like just terrible words, <laughs> but there's like a graininess in the segment. It's filtering like over it. It kind of looks like a drive-in film reel or like what Grindhouse used for Planet Terror. Um like what art does in the bathroom smearing on the walls and such that's another scene that was remade in terrifier focusing so much on art in this part of the movie easily made it like my favorite it's over the top blood and gore it made it like really fun to watch and you just appreciate these effects i like the chase between the characters and how art is basically unstoppable 
Also, whenever she walks into the room and just like seeing what he's done with the hacksaw, even though it's like a different actor than the one that's in the two Terrifier films, Mike does like a really good job playing Art the Clown and just being creepy overall. Disturbed, Sarah, the babysitter, turns off the television. A home phone rings, and when Sarah answers it, she hears the costume designer from the third segment pleading for help. The television turns back on, displaying like a dingy room. Art steps into the frame, approaches Sarah from within the screen, and begins to like pound on the glass. Sarah then sees herself on the television screen with Art right behind her. She turns around and he's not there, so she frantically removes the tape from the VCR and smashes it on the ground, destroying it. Shortly afterwards, she hears Tia and Timmy scream from upstairs. She runs upstairs and sees Art the, Cloud, uh, Art the Clown outside the room, covered in blood, laughing at her and like gleefully gesturing for her to enter, which he doesn't even make noise either, so he's just like kind of like dry laughing. That's something that also carried over into the other movies. Sarah covers her eyes in terror. When she uncovers them later, Art has disappeared. So at this moment, you're like, what actually happened? But Sarah enters the room, finding Tia and Timmy's bodies hacked apart. There's just like these little heads on the, on the bed. And in blood on the walls written, Art the Clown. The movie just ends there. This was a good way to end the film. And it's like overarching story. It kept the pace and creepiness and violence from like the third segment. There's not really an explanation of how art can do these things, but even to this day, he can just be described as some like supernatural force. I keep saying it, but like the effects and the gore just make it like a really fun movie. They're done very well. Not as well as like the Terrifier movies, but this was before their time anyway, so that makes sense. All Hallows Eve does a good job with like the story's lengths and like they're definitely not overstaying their welcome. My favorite, again, was the last segment where Art was the main antagonist the entire time. My second one, I guess, would be like the cult kind of story at the beginning, which also started with Art. And then my least favorite would have been the alien one. It just, there's nothing wrong with it. It was just not, that's just the order of how I like these. The best part of each one was definitely seeing Art the Clown, ending it with Art in both the final segment on the tape and him being in the house with Sarah makes like for a good strong conclusion for the film. I'm glad that Damien Leone put this film together and created like what would become a modern horror icon. It's a low budget B movie with decent acting for short stories, but art with his like creepiness and then the good practical effects and the violence and the kills definitely makes it worth a watch. I'd give All Hallows Eve a three out of five. Something casual to put on, and clearly a good choice around Halloween time. I love horror anthologies and Art the Clown, so I'm glad I took the time to watch this in, in its entirety. That's all I have for today's episode. If you don't already, follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Horror is Home. I'd like to post what I'm currently watching on there sometimes. The other night I shared that I was watching Wreck 4 Apocalypse. That's the last one in the series, and I finally got to watch it because they put it on Tubi. I'd like to do like an episode probably on those movies here in the future. Before the month is up, I'll be reviewing the first Saw movie, which that's special to me because those were the movies that got me into horror to begin with. Looking forward to releasing that. If you like this episode, please give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'm also now on Google Podcasts, so Horror's Home episodes are all available on there as well. My name's Tyler, and until next time, thanks for listening.